Welcome back to I Only Listen to 90s Music. We got a packed house tonight. If, if you were following us in our Facebook group, online, anywhere, we had a, a drive. Uh, some people call it a, a, a um, what I call it, a, a, a standoff <laughs> with our listeners. <laughs> so make sure we got it to 250 subscribers on the YouTube page. Man, y'all blasted it away. Uh, even though we had to starve y'all out for like a day and a half in the I group. did. I shut the I shut the group down for two days. It's a hostile takeover. Yeah, D was like, like, I was like, like, so you just being like a tyrant. Yeah. So I shut the group down for two days until we got to our goal. And we did. And you know, y'all were rewarded. It's open again. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so baby, we just said we were going to have your profile pic to uh, when Dave Chappelle was playing Puffy when you were shutting the studio <laughs> down. <laughs> exactly what I should have done. Exactly what I should have done. And then I even turned off post approval as a reward. And um, I did, I, I regretted it one time. Somebody the other day um, hopped in and was trying to get people to. It was, you know, some kind of, you know, one of them uh, scam craps or whatever, and somebody reported the comment, and I and I got rid of them. But everybody's been under their best behavior so far. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> so make sure y'all join the group if you're on Facebook. I'm listening to 90s music on IG, everywhere. Subscribe, do all that good stuff. But Stacey, we have winners of the contest. Introduce them for us. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> So a part of the contest, so again, we wanted more subscribers and we were like, okay, if you subscribe, we get to this number, we will pick your name out of a hat or something and you can come on the show. So our two people that won are actually two people that are very near and dear to me. So um, first and foremost, I'm going to introduce Dee Dee, who is my sister. If you ever heard me talk about my sister Dee, this is who I'm talking about. So Dee has been around me. Since about 86, um, they brought her home one day, and for whatever reason, like I promise, I didn't ask for her. Um, like, this just uh, <laughs> around. So, everything that I know about the 80s and the 90s, she knows about the 80s and 90s. We're five years apart, but like she was there with me. So, when I'm taping videos on the box, I'm making she knows don't tape over them. She knows, you know, <laughs> fast forward to the end, and then we go to the next one. Somewhere out there, there's a VHS tape that we have that have the best videos ever. We don't know where it is, but one day. So Dee is here. So thank you, Dee, for coming. And our other person is Dr. Candace. Dr. And I met very long time ago on the campus of Southeast Missouri State University. Um, and we were roommates mm -hmm. there. And since then, we have legit traveled the world together um and she was my roommate and my friend and now she is my soror um and um that's it so like so these two people that are very near and dear to me and also when it comes to music candace and i had a bootleg cd business rolling Man. in our dorm room and so everybody had the burner right so she had she had to say the compact rosario and i had mm -hmm. the mind to remember every song ever created and like right now i have this huge um dry erase board in my room in my office in our dorm room i took pieces of white paper and taped them on the wall like a huge wall just full of white paper and every time that i would think of another song i'd write it down and people would come by and be like, hey, like, so we could download it. So we were downloaded, what, on Morpheus? Not even LimeWire then. It's like, yeah, what? I don't think LimeWire was around. Y'all didn't have Netflix popping? Huh? 
Was Napster already done? Which I think I Napster like already was already done. done. What about uh, Bear? What about Bear Share? No, we were on. We had we had Morpheus, and it was another thing, and I can't remember what the other one was. But we and that's so every time I think of Kazan, was it Kazan? Yes. There it is. Yes, that's what it was. And we like I think of a song we download it. So when people come and be like, "Hey, um, I want to uh, y'all got this? I already got it. Don't even worry about it." So um, and that's shout to the long term bootleggers such as myself that knew exactly which year which, which, <laughs> what y'all talking about. That was <laughs> <laughs> uh, Somebody's yeah. like, "Hold on, how do you know that?" Like, oh, I'm, I've been bootlegging for a long time. <laughs> like I said, these people like they. Um, Luckily, like they're in the group, um, they're active in the group, and they actually happen to win. And I'm happy to have them here with us as we get down to the nitty gritty with this here show. All right, thank y'all, ladies, for coming on. Hey, so, congrats! <laughs> first off, we have to do an in memorandum for uh, for this uh, for this group here, the uh, Dipset. Uh, this time last year, um, we saw them get put to rest. As a, yeah. as a group. And Jada Kiss is still walking free. And nobody wants to talk about that. Didn't he, didn't he do a couple more verses since then? Hasn't he appeared? I think he like, just kind of keeps showing up to stuff. I'm not really yeah, sure. He just, I mean, he's just, he just show up now. <laughs> yeah, I think he just show up to stuff now. But, and, and like I said, the law um, is not, I guess, is not on our side because the man is still walking free. <laughs> and, uh, he's not being arrested. He the, uh, he the Michael Jordan of verses. He is. Yeah, that could be. I mean, because he's he's won he's won two verses. He's mm -hmm. won one in the old format and one in the new. Yeah, yeah. and one drunk, and one sober. Yeah. <laughs> like Michael Jordan. He's a goat. He's a goat. Jordan. He had the flu game. He had his flu game. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> so, oh, ladies, yeah. what y'all think about that? Did y'all get a chance to see that last year? That locks um, dipset. Not the original one. I saw when Jadakiss came back the second time. Was that the second time? Jay, what, no, was the first, what, time was the first what one was, was the against one where Crab, he was I like, think. where the gift comes from. Listen, my memory. Oh, no, that's the second one. It is the second one. Did you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. I think the, the first one was, one was against Fab. Fab. Yeah, Fab. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the first yeah, yeah, one. The second one, one was um, when um, Jules Santana looked homeless. A homeless dude that got caught like in a um like a time warp, like where it was like, like dude he was like, and then he was like, dude, saw him. Did you like go in a time loop? Like, did you he, like go back? And he like legit just kind of put on every outfit that he had. He was like a little kid that just was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dress myself today. He, he, he got that Christmas fit. He got everything he got for Christmas and put it all on in one day. That's it. That's exactly it. That's with, it. Along with the necklace his grandma gave him. That's exactly what happened. So yeah, the, and, and and I I remember we talked about it last year. No, uh, it'll be in the show notes. People if they want to uh, check out that episode. But I think about it now like that was the the pinnacle of verses. Everything has mm -hmm. just kind of been. Yeah, just, I agree. I can I do agree. without it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you just can do without it. I can do without verses at this point. I don't need it. Like yeah, if anything, cool I want to see. <laughs> I want to see more old acts. So, like the the ones that have the older acts, like with uh, Patty and Gladys, like that was just an enjoyable night um, with uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire and mm, um, the Isley Brothers. Brothers. Mm. That was just an enjoyable night. With the exception, I mean, Steve talked too much, but um, <laughs> it was still an enjoyable night. Hell, even with um, 
with Erica Badu and Jill Scott. That was just yeah, a was night. night. Yeah. It was just a night you just chilled out and you watched and they just appreciated each other and the music and everything was good. So I would like to get back to that part of it. Yeah. Rather than whatever the hell it is we're doing now. Because yeah, now stuff don't even make sense. Yeah, uh, they, make sense. They just throwing niggas on stage. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the comments. Like that's it at this point. Like you just the comments is what gives it life. Like you just got to be there for that. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm making comments just to see if I end up on the screen. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's and hopefully I get a screenshot and that, like somebody screenshots it and shows that I made that I said something. But other than it, that, anytime you see Sammy in a versus, you know it's over with. <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa. Let me tell you something. Don't do Sammy. Let me tell you something. Thank you, Sammy. You just didn't need to see him in a versus. Let me tell you something about Sammy. I, I'm still upset about all. First off, the beard, like he's a little kid to me. He's still like mm. this little, like, and I, and I, I'm like, this is the little boy that was talking about the crazy things I do for love. Mm. That was calling on like. cell phone even on peak time. <laughs> that was tricking. Nobody wants to talk about that. Sammy was tricking before it was popular because he was calling her that girl on his cell phone on peak time. So the kids out there in the audience, cell phone, it didn't used to always be free. Sometimes it, it, after, after you, nine. you had to wait till after nine to make a phone call and it, it, it didn't cost no money. And when text messaging came out, that cost per like per text message. Per text. Ooh. Right. So he out here balling out, paying per text. And paying uh, on peak time minutes. Oh, baby, listen. No, absolutely. Uh -uh. He was tricking before it was fashionable. <laughs> and nobody wants to talk about that. I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we gotta talk about this Khalees versus Beyonce thing. Oh, Jesus. I mean, I know it's been, but we haven't talked about it the way we talk about it, which is a little bit more nerdy uh, than just uh, the Beehive, all about it. Um, I do. I dislike both of these artists. Full <laughs> 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 disclosure: I don't know who you're for. <laughs> I don't follow what he right. They just. I just don't like the monikers of both of them. That's just my kind of thing. Like Khalees just gets on my nerves, um, in general. Um, and then Beyonce is just popular. So is this? I just. Just don't really give a popular that much, so by default, I'm not gonna like her. But what do y'all think about this? So I'm gonna go to you first, Dee Dee. Can we talk about how, like, since probably two days ago, everybody learned a new word called um, interpolation? Nobody knew what that was before. Now all of a sudden, everybody's a music industry expert. Like, oh, why are you so mad? It was just an interpolation. Like, sir, did you really know what that was? Like, I'm, really. I'm really questioning. Um, now everybody is like in the comments, like they just can't wait to find a post about it so they can insert that word. Like I'm proud that people learned a new word, but also like, can, can we stop? Like you, you don't know. Like it's, it's like when people start using the word problematic. And toxic. Man. So, but Didi, what do you, what do you, what do you think about this whole thing like this? I mean, Devil's advocate, I get both sides of it. Like, as a courtesy, sure. Can I, well, like, when I say when I first heard about it, and this was before the album even came out that night, um, and Khalees was on her rampage on Instagram or TikTok or whatnot, like, I assumed it was like the whole song. Like, I thought she took, well, originally they were talking about the song, um, 
it wasn't milkshake. They said it was, um, I can't think of Live Without You. Yeah. So I thought like B took like the whole song and just like did a verse on it or something like that. So album comes out, we listen to the song and I'm like, I don't, I don't know, this don't sound right. Then they came out with Milkshake saying it was that. And I swear I listened to that song probably like three times trying to figure out where where the where it came in at. Like I was relation. <laughs> I feel like and then I immediately go to TikTok, who is the source for everything, because I was like, somebody had to make a video to explain this to me because somebody would have fixed I know they was on it. I knew they had like took out the vocals, put the beats together like they do, and I was like, I still don't get it. Next day, okay, now they're talking about it's the drum. And I'm like, okay. If you say so, like, I don't understand where it came into play. But in regards to the whole situation, sure, B could give you a courtesy and be like, hey, I'm about to take just like these two beats of a drum and put it in my song that you used way back in the day on Milkshake or whatnot. But also, I mean, you didn't create the beat. Like, it's not your words. Say it again. You didn't create the beat. You didn't create the beat. Like, I understand the lyrics, but like, that was not, she, the beat like so doesn't have to belong to the person that makes the beat so if i put something on your song are you saying like i can't ever use that outside of it if i create it if i contribute it my and like at least think she's more important than she really is that's my <laughs> in general period that's why i dislike her period <laughs> she's not as important as she believes she is she's got maybe two hits let's keep it 100 what I hate you so much and milkshake. <laughs> you got straight hits. I'm gonna throw in bossy. Ah, bossy. Oh, bossy. Because yeah, bossy. Bossy, okay, she did come out with bossy and she brought us the bossy bang. Because even though I had the bang before she did, write that down. I have pictures. <laughs> um, but heifers went out and got they she everybody wanted the bang. Is bitch is still going to get the bang. They still want the bossy bang. So right. Um, I'll give her that. I'll give her Get Along With You. Like, those are four songs. Yes. It's a good song, but I, I wouldn't good. call that a hit where everyone would know it. Like, I like that song. It's not a, it's not a hit song. But I, I wouldn't be surprised that most people don't know that song. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. That's Candace, what, I'm what do you think? At least it's not that important. Her, her, her career is extended by Nas. Let's be for real by Dave Nas. Yeah. Candace, as a doctor, um, get your expertise. Right. And I, I, I feel as if um, Khalees has some unsettled issues that she may have been dealing with that have been projected onto Beyonce. Um, your thoughts? So I, I agree. So my mindset is of the thing of like, okay, like I totally got where she was coming from. And I also do feel like a lot of this anger was, I think this was the straw that broke the camel's back for her of like someone who is either not recognized or not appreciated or whatever have you, either to the point to where she deserves or the point to where she feels like she deserves, which is where this anger was coming from, right? Also, in those two videos that she posted, hair was bomb. I'm actually going to get my hair cut in that shape because it was, let's, let's note that her hair was bomb. But anywho, I, so I try to put myself in her shoes. Like if someone, if someone else produced like a workshop and I had facilitated said workshop and somebody went and took that workshop and did something with it, 
I would still feel like someone should have at least told me, not that I'm old anything or anything like that, but I would just feel like if there was in some way, shape or form, my intellectual property could have been used in some way, I would like the common courtesy. That is that is just the approach that came from it. Now, I think the reason why people one. I think people beat up on her because it was her versus Beyonce versus like her towards somebody else. Yeah, like if it was her versus Carrie Hilson, I think it people wouldn't have been as as quick to jump on on. No, they would have. They ended that woman career. They've been her from Carrie Hilson since. Not a damn. Hold on, wait a minute. But I'm saying it was like. But I'm saying, like, it, hey, don't sleep on Tubi. Hold on, what you That's what I'm saying. That's my shit. She be on Tubi movies. Right. Oh, <laughs> like, Scott, Scott I love Tubi movies, though, for the record. The uh, Scott and Daryl and Tubi, like, they are the president hey. and treasurer hey. of the fan club. Tubi you know, Stokey's on life. Tubi. I know. I, well, let me say. So I, what I watch on Tubi and what they watch on Tubi are two very different. <laughs> <laughs> we watch all the Detroit movies. I have the Tubi app. What I watch and what they watch are two very different things. I'm you on that plug love like I'm, fifteen million right, times. Exactly. I'm on, I'm on Tubi watching uh, old episodes of Benson, and they are not watching Benson. <laughs> We're watching the Dirty D. We're watching the Dirty D. <laughs> but yeah, I think a lot of her argument was just discounted because it was her versus Beyonce. I think if yeah, it was yeah. her tw- versus anybody else, or if someone of a different race had done something to her, I think it, the argument would be different. Which is why I'm just like, man. And then to these point, people don't know music. Like you're you're jumping on a bandwagon simply because of the person that she was attacking, not because you have all this knowledge behind the music field and things like that. Uh-uh. Yeah. I just feel like this is your post. This is who y'all choosing as the poster child for artist rights. Like this is who y'all going with. This y'all king. Like I just don't understand what's going with. It's just kind of like back in civil rights when they couldn't go with the little dark skinned girl. They had to get Rosa. Like it's. I feel like it's along the same lines. You got to pick the right person for the cause. And I don't think she is the one um, to champion this. Try again. Like, that's my total thoughts. Like, <laughs> see, see, my thing is, I've always thought that Beyonce's whole career is an interpolation. So that, that's, that's my <laughs> other side of it. <laughs> oh, see, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead, doctor. Hold on. Before Can you someone... back in the main screen. Go ahead. Uh, what is interpolation? That's a very uh, good question. Said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think, but, but but I guess there's a there's a there's a fine line I guess between being able to understand and see something dope and then adapt it. So I have mm-hmm. a fine line with it from because sometimes it do so like she be stealing people's stuff, but then it's sometimes yeah. it's like okay, well, you saw something that was kind of dope and you just adapted it. So I I go back and forth on that, but I do feel her whole career is an interpolation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Candace, to answer your question, um, in popular music, an interpolation, also called a replayed sample, refers Ooh. to using a melody or portions of a melody, often with modified lyrics, from a previously recorded song, but re-recording the melody instead of sampling it. Is that what uh, Pharrell Ooh. and Tim did with the uh, with the Robin Thicke and the Marvin Gaye? 
No, they straight jacked that. No, okay. they just, <laughs> all right. Like, nah, they just, they just played the instrumental and just started singing. Yeah. <laughs> they pressed that uh, record play button down on the yeah. tape. <laughs> so, to that point, like, sometimes when you'll hear, you'll hear people like, oh, this has a, uh, you'll, you'll look up, like, a song or something and looking at the song credits and it'll be like, this song contains the interpolation of whatever. And you'll be like, wait, I didn't even hear that in there. And you're not going to because it's, like, the way that it's been redone. And with the Pharrell situation, or with, with this situation, it was a beat. It was a, it was a drum beat that Khalees had nothing to fucking do with. It was a Neptune sound, that's just what, that's what they're known for. Um, and using it again, I mean, it's my shit, I use it again, but- So then uh, I wonder if, cause based on what I heard before it was allegedly snatched or snatched or whatever happened, cause I'm, to be honest, I cannot tell the difference. But based on what was, heard or not heard if she didn't have if it was Pharrell's thing I in my mind I'm like so why credit Khalees if it was something that Pharrell why did you get mad at the side chick and not your husband <laughs> her anger was displaced she needed to direct that towards the person that she is really mad at and who hurt, who hurt her which was Pharrell they got some history there as you can see um, based upon, I guess, whatever deal she had in the past and mad because she didn't get those rights. And, uh, and I get that people get, right. I I people get these bad deals. When both of your exes want to hang out still and you're the common denominator, they don't mess with you no more. <laughs> oh, back, back. Rella Nas kicking. You're no, not the, they don't want to keep you. Know all I say is this, is that um, I haven't heard the song and I'm not going to listen to it. But two, <laughs> um, what I do appreciate is Beyonce's watch this moment of just saying, fuck it. We're just going to take the damn thing out. Yeah, so now, that was solid. It, and it's like, it, I, it, for me, it wasn't solid. It was petty. And if you stay petty, Very you don't petty. have to get petty. And Very I appreciate petty. that. Because it's, like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, watch this. You ain't got to worry about shit no more. Girl, fuck you in this song. And, <laughs> took the damn, and took it out. So now, what I'll say this. I don't know if she was going to, she has a song. She had a credit on there, right? Like a songwriter credit mm -hmm. or something on there. And if you get a songwriter credit, don't you sometimes, don't you receive something for that? No, oh. for real, get all that bad. Yeah, for real. And Chad, or for real. Somebody, <laughs> yeah, that for real. I'm sorry, both of them. Yeah, Neptune's getting yeah. that. <laughs> Somebody, well, whoever was getting it, they ain't getting it no more. Well, that's look, probably what fueled her, her anger. Have that to his son or something. Like, you know how you can, like, give rights to some publisher to, like, your kids? Yeah, like, they that's what Khaled be doing with his son. <laughs> yeah. So she was credited on the song? Is that yeah. what? She had a credit. So that's how she found out, is that, so whenever, whatever the hell it was that leaked, People like because no again no one heard it. You can't hear like no one heard the thing. They saw the credit, and I think that people were just like, "Oh snap! This song features something from Khalees," and that's how she found out. She found about it on the internet. Oh, that's how she found out what was going on, and then she went on this whole tirade. And so whether you, I think sometimes people feel like you owe them things, and sometimes you don't. Um, I know um sometimes I, I struggle with that of like what i feel that people like owe me or or whatever but i also don't make long videos about it and it, it if anything i think a lot of people already feel like she's bitter anyway about a lot of stuff that has yeah. happened in her life what do you I mean uh, like her whole life like her, her whole life, life. <laughs> a lot of things that happened. she started out being mean like she yeah. started out bitter her first song hey, man, she hated right. everybody <laughs> so, 
Um, and I think it just doesn't, it didn't help. But to that point, I also don't want to dismiss how she felt. Like if you, if you really felt slighted, you really felt slighted. Um, but if people already feel like you are bitter and they're already going to be on Beyonce's side and you're making all these posts and all of that, it just doesn't help your, how you look. It just, it, it doesn't help the optics of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why you would even t- go on for this battle against Beyonce. Like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a war of attrition. You cannot win. <laughs> like it's no, yeah. I just got to take this ill. Pretty much. Like her anger was displaced. It should, if the video was, and she was mad and she directed that towards the Neptunes, directed that towards Pharrell. I could rock with that a little bit because like, that's where the history comes from. I don't think Beyonce and her team of lawyers and all of that, like had, they went through the proper channels to get that that done like she ain't trying to get no lawsuits right but like i just feel like it was a missed opportunity the way that you went about it and you came out it as like the angry black woman like i get hurt feelings everybody has a right to feel how they feel but like when you go live and you put that out there like it's going to be subjected to everyone's comments but shout out to all her advocates i hope they go support her uh hair care line or cooking line whatever she got going on because it's got cookbooks uh, (laughs) or is it cooking with calice (laughs) or something shout out to one uh one of our listeners i won't say his name he said she didn't get she got that man to die her husband to die him crazy he died I'm not gonna say who it is. That's all. I'm just gonna pray. Thoughts and prayers. Tots and pears. I'm sending tots and pears. All right. Next up, Brownstone and now members of Sigma Gamma Rho. So, all three. I mean, well, all, all okay, three. All three. We got. We got to discuss this now. This is. <laughs> Right, so this okay. So this is very fun. So, <laughs> so uh, right now on this call, we have four members of D nine organizations. And so when I saw the announcement um, at their at the at the SGRO, um, at their so wait a minute, okay, I have a national conference. What do you D, so D? My sister D is a proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Oh snap! We got the direct plug on this. Listen, okay. So, like, wait a minute. Right, hold on. And wait a minute. Before we, before we continue, hold on. Before we continue, before we continue, I have a disclaimer to read. Um, to on today, August the third, in the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two, <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in tonight's "I Only Listen to Nineties Music" podcast are those of the guest and host, and do not reflect the official policy or position of any D nine organization. Any content provided by tonight's speakers are of their opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Now, because we know that all nationals on us. You see, she was over there talking. So, um, so I was saying, so like I know we call it a national conference, but it's, it's a different term that you use to describe this event. Yeah, so we have boulets. There you go. See, I've been calling it a bull. <laughs> so um my husband takes about me like all the time like he yeah. just laughs at all the things that we say yeah. um so, but, at their boule at um so this year um they named their honorary members which is not 
abnormal. This is what happens at these um, conferences. Um, and three members, like three of the people that were honorary members were Brownstone, not the old Brownstone, the new Brownstone. And my, that's, a, that's one thing we have to clarify. We have to clarify. It's the new Brownstone because I didn't recognize really a lot of them. Mickey and two new, new chicks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of them was the main. It's Mickey Gilbert. Yeah, and two okay. New yeah. Chicks. Right. Isn't one of isn't one no longer with? Them? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So one, she's not. She she is not a um, an honorary member. Um, okay. On the glory. One of that's why you. That's why when you said all three, I was like, wait a minute. Can right, you do no, so that punch humor? You'll recognize one and the other two, not so much. Yes. Okay. It, it's pretty much like they like the temptations. So, yep. <laughs> um, so when I saw that, though, and I'm like, wait, that's all three of them? And it was, the idea was in my mind of like, how do you bring in, because essentially everyone has a different personality, right? Like you and your best friend may not end up joining the same sorority or fraternity because you have different personalities, different um, different organizations attract different people, period. So the idea that three people were from a, for one group were brought in or, is, you know, went through what they went through to be honorary members. It's like, well, wait, can, can, how, can we also do this with other R&B artists and singers? So that's where the, that idea came from. And then so tonight as we're getting ready for the show, I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, these other two people are also members so we can we can absolutely play the d9 draft of, um, <laughs> of, of r&b groups <laughs> r&b groups and r&b groups and just even just individuals of like i mean i mean of course there are some that are that are members but just that idea of like if brown so brownstone is all as she rose okay got it got it um like but what about another group like what about boys to men like, what would boys to men be? What would Jodeci be? So we're going to have a Ooh. little fun with Ooh. all of this. Dee, if you want to speak to, like I said, again, no, we're no one is speaking for the organization. But this is her opinion on whatever it is that she's going to say. Go ahead. Yes. So uh, so we just had our boule a couple of weeks ago um, in the birthplace of Sigma Gamma Rho, which is Indianapolis, Indianapolis. Anna. Um, I did not get to go, unfortunately, so I was there in spirit, um, but I was able to see everything online. Um, shout out to uh, Madam Pat's grand, Deborah Cashin-Smith, um, for those VIP seats up front, and she had the, I don't know who her cell phone provider is, but nobody else had Signal, but she had Signal and went live at every concert, so I need to find out who her She is. has a direct <laughs> line. So the woman that she is speaking of, I actually met um, because we used to work together at the same company for years. And um, I didn't know that she was uh, an SGRO, but then like we you know, figured it out. But that woman is, as I call her, the grand pooba of SGRO. Like, <laughs> I mean, and it's, a, and it's not an insult. It is, no, she no, is pretty much. The, the person. <laughs> she's, she's, I mean, she's, uh, she was actually what, a national president before? Yeah, so she was national president. Um, she was the past national president. So our current president of the entire sorority is Rashida S. Liberty. Um, but um, Madam Pass, uh, Grand, Deborah Ketchum Smith, I got to say the whole name because hey, I'm going to put some respect on her name. Um, but yeah, uh, she, is, she was the past um, chapter. Or, I'm sorry, sorority president, um, who's also the chartering member of or of my chapter, Ada Me Sigma. So she created our chapter. 
Um, so okay. she is not only my sorority sister, she is in my chapter. So like that's a grand honor as well. So, um, but yeah, so I got to see everything. So the, um, in regards to the honorary membership class, like they don't let you know who that is up front. Um, so that's like under lock and key. So um, you don't find out until they're really uh, ready to go through um, to be presented essentially. So this, since it's our centennial year, we're turning 100 this year. Um, this is one of our larger classes that we had. So we have some good ones in there. So we got all of Brownstone. There's nobody like, like a panel, like it's somebody to check and make sure that, you know, that somebody ain't tripping. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah, it goes through a regular process. So it goes through like our board of directors and, um, international um, team. So um, from my understanding, the way it works, because it goes a little, they go through the same process as everybody else, but it's kind of more like VIP-ish in a sense, obviously, because these people are like celebrities, things of that nature. So of course, like they can't go through like the regular process that I would go through. Um, so it's a little bit more um, exclusive for them. But, um, and I think a lot of the D9 orgs do the same way. They just kind of um, see individuals or prominent figures um, in our community or things like that, that may be a good fit for their sorority or fraternity or whatnot. And speaking just on behalf, or not even behalf of Sickle Girl, but how I think it goes, um, they'll reach out, see if they're interested, things of that nature, and kind of take them through the process. So um, this can go over like years and things like that. I know at times, different sororities can be like vying for the same people at times and things of that nature. It just kind of depends how it goes. So it really is. Like, like, I literally have no idea how it works. I just wait on the email to show up and tell me. Like, the candles is like, like, I don't know. Like, it's at one, I'm not, um, I don't hold, I don't have, I don't hold an official position in this, my sorority. And I'm not up. And then if I did, I'm not that high up to know yeah. what needs to be known. I just know who some past honorary members are and I wait for the email to tell me who the new ones are or for yeah. social media. So, I mean, like, I don't even try to think. I, I don't know. So we did have Brownstone and I want to also say as another singer, songwriter, um, Marshall Ambrose is also an honorary member right. as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm saying you got one, you got one poetry, but I'm saying get the other girl on the floor. Right, so you got one poetry. <laughs> 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 well, I think Marsha's been doing her own thing. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. <for> a <laughs> minute, so. <laughs> what's crazy is I bet you people don't even know she's in a group called Floretry at this point. It's probably so young people don't even know that. This, yeah. this probably yeah. is a strong chance that that could happen. Because you're talking about like, that was 03, 04, 03, 05. So you're talking about <laughs> 17 years ago. Jesus. Right, I mean, well, think of it. I mean, just like it's some, I mean, it's gonna be young folks that don't know the Ice Cube used to rap. All Will Smith, <laughs> right? Like that they, I mean, you don't, you don't know them as Ice T. Like literally, my <laughs> right? Like, oh my, my God, son. they have no idea that Ice T wrote Cop Killer. Like, so they, uh, and it's, oh. all they know is that he's. The, uh, the cop on SVU. That's all they know. My son thinks Shaq is an insurance man. 
<laughs> he doesn't know that he played basketball. He thinks that's what I'm saying. We talk about how Shaq is like on everything. Like I feel like he endorses my life, and especially when I go to Office Depot. Like I, I don't it unless there is like a seven foot stand of him next to it saying he endorsed it. But like that's enough. Get some ink. <laughs> like literally, I bought this Epson printer that I got over here. Like. Because of him, like I was like, oh, Shaq endorsed it. I'm about to get this one. So that's what we got. <laughs> that part, right? man. So for I'm your organization, who would y'all want to draft? Since they're um for y'all organization, like who who's y'all number one pick? It pick. So I guess because people are vying for them, that's like a free agency. It sounds like to me. you know, right. you can go ahead and give you, you know, you get get your letters up front. <laughs> then we'll we'll fly you out, you know. What I'm saying you get a little food spread and you get your own uh banquet room popping for your autograph sign, and we'll buy ten thousand albums. That is, I love it. Like the <laughs> idea of having a draft for <laughs> your fraternity or sorority. Like who up on the clock next? Yeah, who on the clock? Women. <laughs> who gets to go first this year? Because last year wasn't that great for them. Like so, what are they thinking for the number one pick? Right, <laughs> it's trades, it's phone trades, exactly. It's trades, it's phone calls being made. Like so yeah. the idea of it, like seriously, if I let's keep like, it one hundred, Stacy. Huh? Can um other uh, can other stories of attorneys uh gen- not to be gender biased on the draft in the draft? You have no, you you gotta. Well, uh, my official response is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh oh. I, 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 can, I can't. We can't back out of this. We can't back out. Of this. <laughs> my no. My official, my, my official response is is that the sororities will recruit the women and the fraternities will recruit the men. So what do y'all do with Saucy Santana? <laughs> um, he doesn't strike me as someone who would want to be in an organization. Saucy strikes me as like the GDI that okay. is, <laughs> doesn't care about y'all strolling. I'm a bust through the line. I don't care. I'm a bit like that's what Saucy gives me. But this is a draft now. Anyone's available. <laughs> but at that, that point, be though, because it's a draft, I mean, you enter into the draft, but then it's like, but is anybody going to try to draft this person? So that's right. that other part, right? Well, undrafted. Which, which organization is willing to be like, I'll grab him? See what I'm saying? So nobody's gonna be like, mm, no, I don't think so. He the last pick. <laughs> That's it. You on day two of the draft when ain't nobody watching no more. Yeah, he's still, he's still on the couch. He's still on the couch waiting. That's it. Period. All right, let, let, uh, let's play a little. Uh, who don't, don't y'all want to draft? Let's go that route. Ooh, we gotta whittle that down. That's. I'm gonna throw out some random names I wrote down. Throw, Thank you. Go for it. Would you all allow Tamia into your sororities? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What about Kaya? She do what? <laughs> <laughs> it's an honorary member. Nope. No. Not over here. Nope. No I'm going to have to decline. No. <laughs> no, Dang, not over here. No, we're going to go ahead and say no. What about Trina? So we talking about Khalees, Khalees. Khalees. <laughs> so the crazy thing is, is that um, 
I, I, I could see somebody, I could see Khalees actually getting drafted. Like, I can see that. Um, I mean, the, the thing is, is that there is a level of talent that is there. And I, I feel like that there are, um, if once she uh, heals a little bit um, from what she got going on, I definitely think that there's a, a sorority that would be like, oh, we'd, like, we'd absolutely love to have you here. Mm-hmm. Like I said, but she just can't get, you know, mad at the first, you know, why y'all ain't pick me first? Right, the first she can't get like, she gonna. That's be, exactly what's gonna happen. Right, like she can't get too mad at the first chapter meeting because that's how I would say that's how other chapters break off. So like, um, like that's that's, that's that's my running joke about like how they'll be like. So this example is so you got uh you got the St. Louis alumni chapter and there's like a St. Louis Metropolitan alumni chapter. So it's like which one was first? And why did that happen? Why did y'all break off into two, right? So in Dallas, it's so big, we break off in, like into regions. It makes a lot more sense because of the drive. But like, who got mad at a chapter meeting one day about not being able to get their vote in, or not, or somebody did something bad about they uh, about they peach cobbler, and they said, you know what? This is the last time you say something bad about my peach collar, Bernice. I bet you I start my own. <laughs> I bet you it's like an 84. It's like something that happened in 84 that like exactly. fighting and nobody know why because it was so long ago. Exactly. Right, right. Everybody in your chapter now, can't nobody in your chapter now explain what exactly happened back then. But there's a reason that you got one chapter that was started in 1937 and another one that came up in 1994. What happened? Come on, sister. That is- <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Like I said, I mean, I don't, <clears throat> I have no proof of any of this. However, it makes so much sense, and I really need somebody to tell me that's what's happened, and that's how. The charter members are taking that to the grave. Like, my chapter split off from, so the original St. Louis chapter, Zeta uh, Sigma, and then that broke off back in like 91, I want to say, and then it was for A to me Sigma. Don't, ain't nobody telling that story. That's what I'm saying. What happened the sisterhood retreat? No, I seen it. Like, we don't know. What did you say? I thought I was joking. I don't know it's for real. Like, really, like, like you really don't know why it happened. Nobody knows. I mean, it's it's one, it's, I mean, it's, I don't, it's not my, it's, it's not my place to know. Right, one. But two, I just, I still want to know, though, because I'm nosy. I just need to know right. what happened. Like, like, why? Like, what, what happened over there? But we will never know. But I think, either way, I think Khalees would, either Khalees would, Khalees could get drafted, but then she may end up trying to start her own thing. <laughs> but it may not even be another chapter. It may just be like, I'm going to do my own sorority all together, which is another thing to happen. So, like, when it comes to, like, the, um, what are the girls, the sisters that sing gospel? Mary, Mary. Thank you. When I tell you that they name with my head, <laughs> I cannot think of them for the sake of my life. They be in one of those Christian sororities, I think. Like they start their own. Like I think, yeah. I think that's it. I think that's exactly it. There's um what what sometimes happens in um black Greek sororities. What's up, y'all? This is RVS. This is ROD, aka rated R. We are the We Coming For You cast, and we talk about pro wrestling from a black dude's perspective. Tell them what they can expect on this here podcast. 
oh, we gonna give you all the raw and dirty and the everything black from AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, and any other wrestling in between. If you want your wrestling unfiltered, uncensored, and you want it raw, you need to subscribe to the We Come For You cast. Right here on SOLC Network. ...is that people will join and be around for years and then all of a sudden go to church two times and then decide that they can no longer be members for various reasons, and I feel like that would be Mary Mary. You see that old pastor that was a cute dog, like, nah, I can't hop with y'all this time, man. I gave my life to the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got, got, his, got his boots in the trunk, though. Because right. <laughs> he ain't left them nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I think boys to men would be alphas. If we took, if they like, took the whole group, I think they'd be alphas. Like shy. <laughs> Wasn't most of the shy alphas? Yeah. yeah, like that's what Garfield said. Garfield said all of them were alphas but him. Yeah, but him, yep. <laughs> that makes sense. Yep, everybody in shy is an alpha, but but Garfield. Like, what would Jodice be? Kings. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't captain. know. I think I they think might Jodice be captains. Be captains. Yeah. Captain. I think that Dalvin would have been a captain. That's what I say about Ronnie. And by default, KC and JoJo would get in because they would want them to. Yeah. We can't leave the others. All All that whining crying. (laughs) (laughs) I think you might be right. Now, but then, so then, like I said, if you're trying to grab a whole group, what do you do with New Edition? Yeah, I think they split up, man. (laughs) Definitely split up. I see because I see go to all they would literally go to all five of the um I was just gonna say all right uh, (laughs) I got Ronnie being a capper. Yeah. Uh and Bobby being the Omega. No. No. I can see Bobby being a signal. Uh really? That's an interesting one. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the the easy way out to 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 put him in Omega because he was like wild, wild. like Omegas or or known to be like wild and stuff like that. But when I think about the Sigmas at Simo, like they had that very they had a very collegiate together style, but they also had like a very wild. It was like a combination of. But is two. that also because the cap has got kicked out of Simo forever as well? That that was now, a now, 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 because that's the other now. piece of this too, right? Because it's like you can look at who could fit into a sorority or fraternity, but is it like a sorority in the south or is it a sorority right. in it's the north? Because that, that that's also, also a difference. Very big difference. That makes it very because I had never even heard of Sigmas until I got to Simo, <laughs> like at <laughs> all. And, and you know what? It might, you might be right, uh, Doctor, because they're from the East Coast. Sigmas are real big on the East Coast. Yeah. Points were made. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what about Johnny Gill? Yeah, I owe him. No, <laughs> I'm talking. Uh, shit, man. <laughs> no. I don't know. I kind of feel like he might be like a Sigma. I don't know. I, I, kinda, see that. I actually could see that. I just feel like I want to put him there. Like, I don't want to put him with the cues. I just don't. Like, I could see him throwing up the, um, the sign, but like, I just, I don't feel like it's a good fit. So I'm going to throw him to the Sigmas. I don't think that Is works. he actually in a fraternity? I don't know. 
Let's find out, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Let's Google. <laughs> Let me Google.com. What about uh, Ralph? What about Ralph? Ralph is an alpha. Alpha. Mm. So we're not going to put him as uh, Kappa? Since it's I, I no. didn't him Kappa. I'm not getting Kappa from him. <laughs> hey, look. Fair enough. Now I'm looking at something. Hey, now we got see. what? Uh, Mike and Ricky. Yeah. Okay. What about Ricky? I kind of feel like Ricky would have been a Sigma. We might have a whole group of Sigmas. <laughs> All Sigmas, except for Ronnie. <laughs> except for Ronnie, yeah. I don't really I be all Sigmas. But then, like, for the most part, like, I don't know too much about the IOTAs to be like, who would I put there? Nobody knows. Nobody. That's why I was just, that's why I brought it up. I feel like IOTAs, would, if I put somebody there, it's because I know li very little about them. So I'm going to be like, you can go to the IOTAs. So like, I don't know. <laughs> so Sammy. The singer Sammy. Sammy. Oh. Sammy? She, said, she just said that somebody she barely knows about. I was like, so Sammy. Like, someone like, Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, well, yeah, like, little Sammy, he probably, back in the, uh, when he was a kid, when I know knew of him, he probably would have been a uh, mega squire. That's exactly what he was. Sammy was absolutely an Omega squire. And he probably did go away to school, but after that first semester, he had to go ahead and go back home yep. um, because, you know, their GPA wasn't right. And yes. um, school is hard. School is hard. <laughs> and, uh, and he went ahead and just pursued his singing career. Because uh, no matter no matter what we say or joke about with any of these sororities fraternities, there is a GPA requirement. <laughs> no matter what, at the end of the day, there was a GPA requirement in order for you to get up in there. Now, if you kept it the rest of your time in school, that's a different story. However, you did have to have it to get mm -hmm. in there. All right, last one is Michael Bivens in New Edition. Is he a Sigma as well, or are we just going? <laughs> no, nah, Michael Bivens didn't play. Like, he wouldn't make, he wouldn't be an honorary member. He would just still be in all of the shindigs, though. Like, you would think that he was something, but he's not. Mm. Like he, but he's at all of, like he's the promoter of all the parties. So yeah, like, he the host of the party. <laughs> like, he the host of all the parties. So like it's all these different parties and everything, and it's like and he throwing them, and you think oh he must be he Greek right right right, but no one can. <laughs> Nobody can put their finger on it. Because <laughs> there's a space for that as well. There's a space for people who is like you thought they were Greek because they hung out with a certain organization, and then they was like nah, I just that was my roommate or. You know, I was just cool with all of them. It's like, right. right. All my fam, you know, I'm, all my family, you know, all them, they, that's what they do. So, but I, that's, that's what I, that's my commitments. I feel like just never, he don't even need the honorary titles. Too cool. <laughs> just, he's, he's like, he's already, he's already doing everything. Everybody's, he's already hanging out with everybody and it's all different stuff. And that's it. Or you're like, I ain't got time for all that shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's it. Or whatever. So ladies, we, we, we play a game with our guests where you all choose the year of the Soul Train Awards and we're going to go through and you all have to try to guess who won each category. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. 
So y'all got to come to a consensus what year because we ain't trying to blow, you know, we we only got a certain amount of years and a certain amount of guests with this this award. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to run out of Soul Train Awards in a, <laughs> in a while. <laughs> D, I let you choose the year. I'm trying. Yeah, what I will say is don't go back too far because you know, it's... Um... 2088 and 99. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, 86, I think, is the first one. Oh, 86, okay. Yeah. Well, that's the year I was born, so I'm not going there. <laughs> I felt like I would not not make it. Um, I'm gonna try to get closer to the 2000, so I'm gonna go with 99. There you go. 99. I feel like I can I can work something out there because <laughs> you at least want to recognize the names. You can remember the songs when they was on the radio. <laughs> right. Candace, remind me to tell you something about Lynn Fidmont. Let me write that down. Like, I like looking at the XSL um, cover for the freshman class. Like, they come out every year, and I don't know nothing. I have not recognized anybody on that cover since at least 2016. I can't tell you the last time I recognized somebody. Um, my son knows everyone. I think, what did they just say? Like, the 2016 was probably like the last, like, most successful class? Yeah. And no, it was like it's got to be that it's got to be that Wiz Khalifa in them class. To what twenty ten was it? Yeah, it's like like and, and the one whatever one uh the and the ne next one up is the Kendrick Lamar one because it's Kendrick Lamar Big Crit yeah. uh couple yeah. people on that one <clears throat> in that XXL class. It's like I said, it's not twenty sixteen. Like I gotta find the post in the group, but somebody brought it up in the group, and it was like. He's like, wait a minute. He was like, oh, and was oh like, we got, we, uh, we got, uh, we already have used the 1999 uh, Soul Train Awards. You have to pick another year. <laughs> that Kevin uh -oh. Johnson shows 99 previously. All right, we'll, we'll take it back a year. 98. 98. Okay, we can do 98. All right. I, just, I had to look at your fresh sheet. I was like, hold on, that, that, that number sounds. We didn't use that one. <laughs> All right. So 1998 Soul Train Music Awards. All right. First category. Oh, this one's gonna be interesting. All right, R and B soul or rap album of the year. Mary J. Blige, they put those together. Oh no, so this why this word is where it gets it's wild. This word is like really hard because they put people together in categories in here that have no business. Okay, hey, Scott, them fell out. It <laughs> <laughs> was like you show right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mary J. Blige, Share My World, Victoria's mm. Big, Life After Death, Erica Badu, Baduism, Puff Daddy and the Family, No Way Out. Oh, shit. Shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, <laughs> you already said it now. I'm going to roll with that Puffy. I feel like it's Puffy or Biggie. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> that share my world album was to this day I, that is that is a very very memorable album but i feel like even with that it was biggie's album what was erica badu badu was in one are you serious no <laughs> i ain't see that coming i did at all i mean it was good but i'm gonna listen this time this next one is maybe the hardest one so far. I mean, probably the whole thing. Best R&B soul album, Male. Maxwell, MTV Unplugged. Mm. Victoria's Big, Life After Death. 
Joe, all that I am, Chico DeBarge, long time no see. Let's go. Wait a minute. I want you to you tell me the category again. You no, know, let's move fast. R and B soul album. R and B soul album. Male. 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 And the second one was Biggie, Life After Death. <laughs> when I tell you that I wish folks would go to hell, I don't. How dare you? <laughs> That's a trick question. I'm so com- What? Yes. I'm going with Maxwell. I'm just trying to figure out who was the law offices that was like handling these like uh, nominations. I feel like they missed, like somebody like dropped the suitcase and it missed. Law offices of Benjamin. Like, so Soul Train historically set F rap music in general. This is their amendment to it by just throwing them in a whole bunch of categories in the late 90s. If you like, if you can do anything before the 90s, they never nominated rap at all. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, we just like, cause uh, like if you go back and look, uh, Don Cunningham kept calling Chuck D Flavor Flav, like in his interview, like he's like, yeah, so Flavor Flav, um, you <laughs> new album out. So he, they basically try to reset it by like just throwing rap in any category to appease the community of rap fans, basically. Okay. I'm gonna go out on a limb and just stick with the R and B actual artists, and I'm gonna say Maxwell. <laughs> Stacy, what you got? Is what is Maxwell, Biggie, and who else? Maxwell, Biggie, Chico, Joe, basically. <laughs> oh, wait, was, uh, what was the one? Ninety-eight Joe. Is that all that I am? Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna give it to Joe. What about you, Doctor Candice? You the last I one? I said Maxwell. Maxwell. It's the one of the best albums that's not that y'all sleeping on. Chico DeBarge, Chico. no way, long time no see. That yeah. album hard. Oh, is that the is that the album with Love Still Good on it? Yep. Yep. Okay, I can see. He has got Virgin on there. Uh, Ig and Me, like yeah, that was his best. Train. Okay. Superman Lover with Red Man and uh, Met the Man on there. Like it's got some joints on there. Okay. All right, best R and B soul group, band or duo. Puff Daddy in the family, no way out. <laughs> Kirk Franklin and God's property. Boys the Men oh. Evolution. Jagged Edge, a Jagged Era. I'm going with Kirk Franklin. I'm going with Kirk. Can't uh, lose with God. Listen, first and foremost, I don't think you understand how much that God's property CD means to me. Like hey. that is when you know people like, oh, uh, you get on a stuck on a desert island with five albums that you can listen to for the rest of your life. Kirk Frank, that album is coming with me. That's the one with Stomp on it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. But like once you get past Stomp, the rest of the album is amazing. And it, it like I, it's still getting a heavy play to this day in my house. So I'm going with Kirk Franklin because ain't no party like a Holy Ghost party. <laughs> and he had rapping on it. <laughs> it had his salt from salt from the Stomp remix. All right, Stacey, you got GP. Cool, Scott, you got GP. Are you with me? When did you say they were again? Because I had my choice, but then I started getting lost. Kirk Family and God's Property, Boys the Men, Evolution, Pub Daddy and the Family, No Way Out, Jagged Edge, or Jagged Edge. Oh, that's, yeah, it was Jagged Edge. That's why I had said Jagged Edge. You going with Jagged Edge? Mm hmm. All right, Dee Dee. Okay. Are we RB Soul Group? 
Now you either got to go with. Oh, I really don't even worry about the category. Just, just, just a guy. Okay. Yeah, they just don't want people. Okay, you get hung up in the category name. It's just these four artists. Which just these four artists. <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to give it to Kurt. All right. Uh, Dr. Candace got it. Jagged Edge. What? That was new. I'm losing. <laughs> See, this is what happened every day we we stray further and further away from god's grace <laughs> <laughs> all right next up best r&b soul single meal these are actually all r&b artists so for once all right uh kenny Lattimore for you wanna mm. r kelly i believe i can fly joe don't want to be a player Here's the thing. They probably gave it to Aura. I hope it's R. Kelly. Who it should be was uh, Kenny Lattimore's. Yeah, yeah, I was who they Kenny gave it Lattimore. to was R. Kelly. <laughs> I still hear that at people weddings. <laughs> Listen, I'll sing it at the top of my lungs. Is that right a consensus for everyone? Kenny Lattimore? I think Kenny, R. No, that, uh, what you said when she said Kenny Lattimore should have won, but R. Kelly did win. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people played the mess out of that song. Like you can, like they had bursts, like everything. Yeah. Like, that bug was playing. <laughs> it was like the '99 Super Bowl. Then they had R. Kelly there. Like, uh, mm -hmm. uh, Kansas Pate was out there singing uh, with R. Kelly on field at the uh, at the Super Bowl game. Like, so, like, yeah, I think uh, I, it was Aura. I think. It was All right, it is Usher. You make me wanna. Chef's really? Hmm. Didn't expect the young usher. All right, next up, best R&B soul single female. All these are R&B artists as well, so we, they they doing okay now. All right, Erica Badu, on and on. Janet Jackson, got till it's gone. Mary J. Blige, I can love you. Aaliyah, journey to the past. I'm gonna with Mary J. Yeah, I'm going yeah with Mary me too. Mary J. <laughs> Erica Badu had a great night on and on. Erica Badu. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, as you're going through this, maybe I'm thinking of this as like the longevity of these songs. Because some yeah, of these things that you're, yeah, yeah, and that's because huh. some and of these now. songs like Mary right now, I will play that right now. But you gotta think that year, like everybody in that 98 year was 98. And what's what's crazy is that now I'm sitting there thinking there's this picture of Erica Badu at an award show. And she's holding her awards, and I'm thinking, is that Soul Train at night? It might be. Is, like, is, that, be. The, is that the picture that I'm thinking of? Like she, I mean, she has on green. She's she definitely first album because I have like she's she looks young. She's very very skinny, right? I mean, she ain't big now, but you know, she was like yeah. really you know yeah. the ninety skinny we all used to be. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like I'm, I'm like let me see, I gotta find it because I know this is this picture is in my head. Her. X category because this is uh, silly. It's <laughs> <laughs> best R&B soul single group band or duo. LSG, My Body, Drew Hill, In My Bed, Destiny's Child, No No No, and Puff Daddy and Faith Evans uh, featuring One Twelve. I'll be missing you. See, oh. I need to know if that was the No 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 remix or the original, and I'm sure it was the remix. I'm gonna go with Drew Hill. I want it to be LSG. I'm like, I know. I, listen, I have been stuck on LSG since you said LSG. <laughs> I, emotionally, I am still not over. Gerald no longer being here with us. Yeah. I have been stuck there. So I'm going to go with LSG. I'm going to go with Drew. 
I'm going with LSG and we're going with you know RIP to Gerald. Um yeah. it's real in my bed. Every time every time I hear um my body, I think about Steve on American Dad singing it. Ah yeah. That is funny. <laughs> Like it's him, like in this, like in his restaurant, this fast food restaurant, singing it to a booth of black women, and he's singing "My Body," and it's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> I gotta find that. Talking about what her and uh, Gerald Levert dating, and she's she literally is like, she's like, you know why me and Gerald Levert didn't get married because he died. That's what she oh, said. Oh, really? Who said that? Kim Whitley. <laughs> she's like, we we didn't get married because he died. He died on me, and that's why we not married. And that is the funniest shit to me because why, like, of all the things to say, who says that? Right? Like, we didn't we didn't get married because he because he died. Oh, like man. always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Miss <laughs> 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 All right, next up, the Michael Jackson Award for Best R and B and Soul or Rap Music. Just okay. along for no reason. This is a random award for my, this to be named after Michael Jackson, looks like. This is just a random ass award. Elliot, <laughs> rain, super duper fly. Bust the rhymes, put your hands where your eyes can see. Puff Daddy and Faith Evans, I'll be missing you. Ice Cube, the world is mine. I feel like they really want Puffy to win something, so I'm going hey. to go to him. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like this is his time now. They were like, why is he here? I don't want, I don't want it. I, don't, been I don't know why. I'm, I'm just going to give that one to him. No, I'm gonna go with Missy. Watch you, Stacey. I think I'm gonna go with Missy. I think Scott. I'm gonna roll with Missy. With Missy on that one. Uh, Didi is correct. They had to give Puffy an award. That, night. <laughs> that was it. Because yeah. then he performed. He performed all about the Benjamins that night. I'm saying, did he bring the choir out? I'll be missing. No, he was speaking all white. That's the MTV yeah. Awards. Okay. Okay. That's one of them awards. Right. All right. Next up, uh, last one we, we'll talk about. Best R&B soul or rap new artist? God's Property, Erica Badu, Missy Elliott, or Puff Daddy? The best new? Mm-hmm. We're going to go with, I'm going to go with Missy. Can you list those for me one more time? Because nope. guys probably threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Missy Elliott, Puff Daddy, Guys Property, Erica Badu. I'm going to go with Erica. I'm going to go with Erica. I feel yeah. like she was sweet that night. I think that was her yeah. best award night. <laughs> I'm going to go with Erica as well. Stacy, what you got? What I said, I said Missy, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. I want it, is it is Erica Badu. It is Erica Badu. She won that. Now, the performances are crazy because Ron Isley is doing XL Shoop Shoop on here <laughs> for performances because they did a Whitney Houston okay. tribute. Oh, okay. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> so that was her lifetime achievement for Soul Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. This actually was a good, pretty good show. They had Janet Jackson on here, Boys the Men doing, did a joint. Uh, I was Whitney. I wouldn't have showed up. I hope that she was, wasn't uh, there. That was Velvet Roach, she was there. wasn't it? She was there. I hope if I was Whitney, I would not have brought my. I told him all to kiss my ass. Y'all booed my ass. Oh, back who, who do I think was entertainer entertainer of the year? I'm not gonna give you any um, nominations. Entertainer of the year. Entertainer of the year of 1998. 
Shit. I don't even remember 98. I actually going to say, <laughs> my mind literally goes 96, 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Entertainer of the year in 98. I'm going to give it to Erica. I'm going to go with Puff. DD, you was on to something. It's the Puff. <laughs> they had to give him another award <laughs> he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was sweet. Okay, what's here? They gave it to him because he was grieving. <laughs> yeah, like he lost his friend. Let's <laughs> give him something. You never want to talk about something. how folks get award. If somebody in your family dies, it's a strong chance you're gonna get an award. Yeah, nobody wants to talk about that, but it absolutely happened. I mean, did, did, Nip- did Nipsey win best rap album when he died? I think at BET. I think at BET did. So where was it at? So wait, I'm trying to find this music fact. So there's a woman, a wonderful woman by the name of Lynn Fidmont. She's from St. Louis, Missouri. She's a singer. She's kind of a jazz singer. There's a song that she uh, sang that only Candace and I know, um, apparently. Uh, me, and, me, you, and grown man. Only three people to know this song. Um, and it's called You Were Loved. And uh, but why she crossed my mind is that the other day on the interwebs and Don Lewis from A Different World, Jaleesa, was talking about how the original theme song for A Different World, she sang. Problem was, is that they didn't realize that they that she they had hired her to write and sing the theme song, but also had hired her to act. They didn't realize they'd hire the same damn person. Oh, so, but the original version was uh, Don Lewis and uh, Lynn Fidmont and somebody else. I can't remember who the other person was who were doing who did the song. And they, what ended up happening is some woman, Phoebe Snow, ended up singing the first version of a different, the different world theme song. That's your hmm. music for the day. Oh, you put that in your pocket. I found her. I found her. Okay. I always thought it was. And homework for everybody is to find you are loved and listen to it because that is one of the most beautiful songs I have ever heard in my life. Absolutely. So they can't. When did it come out? Because I'm seeing one, but it looks like. Okay, so you are loved. Had it came out in the '90s, like early '90s. So your best is on YouTube to hear the original version of it. The version that I listen to now on Spotify is more of an acoustic version, but it's still, it's it's actually, I mean, it's beautiful either way, um, but the acoustic version just gives me chills. But the if you heard the original, then you might be like, wait a minute, I have heard this song before. But okay. most like, usually whenever we talk about it, like, I, like, I knew, I always remembered it, and then, um, like, you know, knowing Candace and mission it to her, Candace is like, wait a minute, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Thank you. And no, like the, the crazy thing was is when we had that conversation, my mind literally exploded because I was like, I have been trying to convince people for years that this song exists. And Stacy immediately was like, Oh, that's da 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 da. And I was like, oh, somebody else knows the song that I'm talking <laughs> like, about. We knew the melody. Yeah. We did not know who sang it. We just like we knew the melody, <laughs> we, knew, we knew the kind of like that that little, that little chorus part, but that's it. And no one knew. And so, like, Candace and I know this song. And then one day, mentioned it to Grown Man. And he was like, oh, that's Lynn Fidmont. <laughs> He's like, I know her back in the day. Where have you been my entire life? Like, are you freaking kidding me? And she got the fire ribs. Right. And then, <laughs> like, exactly who she was and found her. So, like, y- y'all go out there. 
find look look for Lynn Fidmont and and fall in love with it. It will be played at my next wedding. And, um, that's that. Remember when we were trying to find the song that I wanted to play at my wedding that they played at? I think it was Tony's wedding on Girlfriends, and like nobody had it. It was a made-up song, but we. <laughs> but, like, but the crazy thing, but she is, she finds it like ten years after she got married. Like she's like, wait, a minute, I finally found it. Oh, well, played at the vow renewal, I guess. Hey, renew the but like we, I mean, all we knew was that the song was. I mean, and this at that point, I think what uh, girlfriends wasn't streaming, and like, and if you just Google like the song, like people were like, oh, like I'm trying to find it too. So every, every message board was, I don't even, I don't know. <laughs> just find out, let me know. I don't even know. But uh, there's nothing worse than remembering a song that no one else remembers, especially yeah. if you don't remember a lot about the song. Like maybe mm -hmm. you just remember the beat, or you just remember a couple of words. And nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. There's a song to this day that I remember from the 90s. I remember the video, and it's three women, and they were rapping. And I remember one little small part of that song. And I tell you that I can't tell you anything else about it. I, it's ungoogleable. Like, it's just not out there. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I think even after the song came out, like, a couple of months later, talking about it, everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, I saw the video. <laughs> It's probably on that VHS that's missing from your grandma house. <laughs> I need you to understand that that tape had some hits on it. Like the things my sister could convince me to do as a kid and make me feel like it was like the most important job in the whole world. Like let me sitting in front of that TV and I I literally had every like three digit code memorized on the box. And sat and just watched and stared at the screen, waiting for the number to come up. <laughs> I remember <laughs> my anxiety. That is my coming up on the screen. It's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, it's my song. Right, up. and I thought that was like my most important. Like I was placed here on this earth to be like this person to go find these videos. There was a list. We literally had a piece of paper written down with the with the the code and what the song was. So that you knew when your song was about to come up, and she was in charge of press and play on a uh, press and record <laughs> on VCR, and she better not mess up. Like I gave this is what your responsibility is: is to hit record. Don't mess this up. Is all I'm saying. Like, and she did good. She's still here. <laughs> I was saying, if I was bitter, she'd be dead. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I was bitter, she be dead. She did a great job. Like I said, but the the that tape, like it was, it like I said, it had it had so much just it had so much random stuff. So it was like we, I think we had the privilege of being at a time where the the lines of pop music and R and B and rap and everything kind of meshed together. And we got to, if you listen to Z one hundred seven seven in St Louis, you heard everything. So you didn't, it wasn't a, that's a white song. Like, nah, you might be listening to Counting Crows. And it wasn't a big deal. Like everybody, that's that's what we were doing. So we got this tape of music video. So it may be from BET. It might be from The Box. It might be from MTV. It could, anyway, so we'll, you could literally have Monica playing one second and having Bone. And then the next one is NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys. So like my, the way that I love, um, What's the song? Um, it's gonna be me with uh, NSYNC. Like that's we take that video and I watch it all the time. We always say that we discovered Bow Wow because <laughs> of that Monica yes. video. 
um what's the name for big mama's house and like we literally the way that the tape is cut or the way we cut we cut it was to only get that part of bow wow rapping on her video oh he was on that song yep that's it like we were like what the hell's the name of the song it's from the big mama's house soundtrack it's a song right now people be like what the hell who's this what song is this no one will remember it but it cuts off to uh, uh, like, uh, yeah, Jermaine Dupri sitting on the front porch in a rocking chair, rocking back and forth, and then Bow Wow comes out and it's like, I got to have boy? it. I got to have it, right? You're like, yeah. it's like, who was this little boy with a with an ice yeah. Mickey Mouse around his neck? We were like, this nigga cold. <laughs> 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 who is this boy? I don't know who he is. This nigga. Oh. Then, and then, because he that song bounced with me was the joint he had. That, that was it. So he, That's he, yeah, he does. He does uh, bounce with me on there. He's like, and it's like, wait a minute, oh my god! So, like, as far as we can we uh, discovered Bow Wow. Very true. When we feel like that, like, man, we, you know, I discovered such and such, and you're like, dang, but you yeah, really I, feel like you did. Yeah, we discovered Bow Wow. Our mother found uh, them kids that got kidnapped in uh, St. Louis. What's oh, Elon, or was it Elon? What was his name? Ben. Um. Oh my God. One was Ben, and the other one was uh. It was two little boys who got kidnapped. One of them had been kidnapped for had been gone for years, and one of them had just only been gone for a little bit. And in St. Louis, they ended up finding them. Like it was um, it was on the South Side or like Kirkwood or something like that, where they ended up finding. Them. What is the boy's name? Oh, no, that was the one they made the movie emo. about. Do work for emos. Yeah, yeah, it was like, I, was like, I remember emos. I'm like, I said, another, like, emos is in there somewhere. So it was, but, that's gonna be like 05. Something like that. So, I'm come back and Ben Ombi. Right, there we go. What we know is this our mother broke that story before any news station had it. I don't know how Brenda knew. <laughs> we don't know. And, but we know that she, that she announced it to everybody before. Any news say she had, she's like, you know, I didn't found them boys. Who found them? What are you talking about? <laughs> and she's telling us the story. We're like, but how do you know this? So bring out back. Okay. So you remember, so this was before, like, you know, now the national alerts, like you get them no matter what, like it's automatic. So this is like when that program was just starting out where you got the alerts on the phone and you had to like literally like either text or call or sign up for it. She did that. She was the only person at this point that ever signed signed up for this pilot program about missing children. Like nobody else knew what this was or what it existed, um, which explains a lot about our mother and how she gets into like certain situations. Like, you now she to bring Brenda on this show. <laughs> right. That's a whole other. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be have to be a, like a series or something. <laughs> like to this day, every time I talk to her, and I talk to my mom like every day. Um, because like, well, you know, she ain't talking to one and then like, I'm like the only one left here in St. Louis that fits with the phone, I guess. <laughs> but every day it's like a new story. She'd be like, you know, I did so-and-so. I'm like, wait, what? Or something like, it's just be weird stuff. Like she told me like she was, uh, when she went to community college, she got some type of certificate where she can go appraise houses. Like what? When? Did she? <laughs> like did she really like and here's the thing women and then how does she say that <laughs> yes she did like i'm saying like wait a minute I heard, she sure did i absolutely not like i'm thinking about I'm like yes she did so the 
the way that I kind of have certificates and I'm like, I have all these different things that I do. I never thought about, like, I get that from her, but yeah, like now that I think about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Like she, I do remember her deciding that she was going to be an appraiser at one point in her life. Damn, that's insane. Like, I'm just, as I'm sitting there thinking like, what? Who, like, and it, she's absolutely not doing that right now. Right now she worked for FEMA. She over in uh, Montana right now for whatever reason. Like, well, there's a, a whole a, a national disaster there, but either way. Um, so that's it. That's the story of our mother. Like, are you still in her name my mother, Visit me on Stacey Adams uh, on, on the Instagram. Uh, Stacey, speaking of your certificates, are you still an ordained minister? I am. Me too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I did. It was. Um, I forgot. It's been like since twenty, maybe fourteen. I forgot when I did it, but I was like, "Oh, let me be an ordained minister." It was just kind of like how I became a notary public. It was just right. like so. She's like, I still want to be a notary, and she's a notary <laughs> now, but I'm not a notary yet. Um, but yeah, I am an ordained minister. I just wanted the stamp. Like, that was it. I wanted the seal. That's why she, and that's why she became a notary because she wanted to stamp things. Um, and then I decided, pretty much, I just wanted the gold seal. But, like, I didn't know how official it was. Like, you literally had to go and get, like, sworn in and stuff. So, like, I really thought I was about it. So, I got, like, the little booklet and the stamp. Like, mm -hmm. I'm I'm government official. And I'm trying to figure out how I can get a pension because of that. But, like, I don't know yet. This is literally, uh, like, this is literally what we'll sit around and think <laughs> about. Like, just the randomness of things. We'll be like... I want to get a stamp and be a notary and just go become a note. Like, okay, let me go figure out how to be a notary. And I wanted to be an order. It was whatever I was, I was watching something on TV and I was like, I should be an ordained minister. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be that as I'm going to be. So yeah, I'm still, I'm still an ordained minister. Universal life church or whatever. Like, yeah, I got a whole certificate somewhere in my closet and everything. And I had a whole outfit picked out. It was like one of those, like, um, lady of the church pastor robes um that was bedazzled on the arms like so i can go perform my graduation robe. um nobody's took me up on this offer yet like i offer all the time to step in don't nobody want to, i'm like i feel yeah. like I, i'm absolutely I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely wearing my graduation robe i paid for it I only wear it once so i can wear that <laughs> at, um at the ceremony um, it's not that hard, like the lady that married us, like our like our little thing was like five minutes at Caldi's Coffee. So I'm just saying, like, we absolutely got married at Caldi's Coffee. <laughs> That's not a joke. That's really <laughs> happened. Um, Very true. However, it's like I might my next wedding might be probably next wedding. Then he'll tell you there's uh no one can confirm or deny if I have or have not been married before, nor how much I get in, in alimony every month. It's um, it's a it's a secret. Some, you know, there's been some divorces. Someone was annulled. So, I, I ain't mad at anything annulled. Annulled is a great thing. <laughs> it was annulled. And let's leave it at that. <laughs> well, DD and Dr. Candace, thank y'all for coming on. Where, where can people if y'all want people to reach out to y'all, where, where would they hit you up at? Oh, oh, no one's ever asked me this before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> water. Oh, I get to do like they do on the, on the radios. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You so figure out. You figure out what your, uh, how people are supposed to contact you. And Candace, you go. 
There's a couple of different ways people can can contact me. Um, the best way to contact me on Facebook, I think my name is like Candace E. Anthony to make it official. You will see Candace A. That's also me, but that's family me. Candace life. E. That's the right former life. Because I literally still have all old pictures and stuff, but that's former life. Um, but I am most active on Instagram, which is at dr period candace a.com so that's dr period c-a-n-d-a-c-e-a i said dot com but that's also because i have dr candace a.com but it's locked right now because there's some new stuff coming over hey, the next month come on so don't stuff. go there but uh but yeah instagram is where people can can find me anyway, and just to, real quick let them know you're a, you're a doctor what kind of doctor are you are you a doctor like dr. so Pepper? are you no. like <laughs> So it is actually a uh, doctorate of education. So I have my EDD in higher education leadership. So I've done a lot of work with um, mental health, like the crossover between mental health and education. Um, and my sweet spot when it comes to the, the people that I work with is usually like 16 to 26, which is why I just went ahead and got the uh, higher education piece. I literally graduated in august 2019 and said i was gonna take a six month break and six months later we were in a pandemic so it was like amen but yeah we're going to the western all right d do you know how people can find you now i'm sure um if you want to get in contact with me you can find me on the facebook at dd bercy that is d-e-e D-E-E, Percy. <laughs> um, LinkedIn is Denise Percy because I'm extra professional. There's a whole bunch of letters behind my name and I don't remember them right now. She does but, have a lot of, she does have a lot of um, But like, I like to showcase those two master degrees because that, that cost me and I paid like, I should, I should mention that <laughs> I panel here. So not only does Candace has her doctorate and my sister has two master's degrees and got them at the same damn time. Woo! program because I'm crazy but also uh, font bomb was done and I did not want to pay back Sally Mae because I was not I was not where I am today exactly why she went and got two master's degrees is because she did not want to pay back her student loans that is not a joke that is literally what happened it's very true people think like oh you did HR so it makes sense that she like got some master's degrees in HR um no the HR program and they had another one that is going to get longer and I was just like oh bet like so this is going to give me like another year bring it on we got it <laughs> alright so for me y'all know you hit me up on any social media platform Stacy Adams all one word Stacy with the E and Adams with the Z Scott where to keep it chill back man hey I'm back but uh, it's cool ass Scott everywhere and um, yeah we out here grandma for uh you know supporting us even through uh through the uh the hunger strike uh that went on uh, uh last week and i'll do it again hey stacy don't be playing man <laughs> i go to hey, space when i have problems we start creeping to 500 there's no hunger strikes gonna happen for the next subscription uh, <laughs> <laughs> <the> drive <laughs> right, yeah. y'all ain't gonna fight me <laughs> Who gonna whoop your ass? Who gonna whoop my ass? Nobody. Nan person. Is that literally only a St. Louis thing? What? What? That nigga whoop my ass. I feel I like know. we feel that in our spirit of like a, but you ain't gonna whoop my ass though. Yeah. I don't know. 
know. I feel like I say that a lot, but I feel like because of who my sister is, I'd be like, you ain't about to whoop my ass. Because I survived all these many years just by that statement. Ain't nobody touched me yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be a St. Louis thing, though. That's yeah. interesting. Is that yeah. a St. Louis thing? We need to ask that question somewhere. Like, is that a St. Louis thing? They make whoop your ass. I know St. Louis, the only place that called Cortez Nike's dope, man. See, I, the first time that I heard somebody what say Nike Cortez, I said, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, dope man. <laughs> dope man Nike. I didn't dope find out they was called Cortez, so I was in high school. <laughs> I, 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 I think I know I was in my early 20s. I think first time I heard somebody else calling something else. And I was like, what? I'm like nah, or hell, with she with forces, but niggas in New York call them uptowns. Uptown. Mm-hmm. No, no, they call them. And I don't know if this is just a younger generation, but my son who is 16 calls them G Herbos. G Herbos, oh. what? How did we get there? We had a whole 20 minute discussion about this because Nelly made a song. <laughs> that that don't mean nothing to them. They are G Herbos, and I don't. Yeah, it's a daily battle here. Like if you have if you have teenagers, it's a it's a daily battle that I I struggle. I pray, with. I pray for anyone who has to deal with the younger generation. Um, all any anybody that's younger than you actually, because teenagers are just horrible um, and lazy. And then the toddlers are terrorists. Um, I know it's some four and five year olds out there that um, got a mouth on them. That's all I'm gonna say. They got a mouth on them. <laughs> One of them lives with me. <laughs> that baby done been here before. Well, thank y'all again, ladies. Once again, we appreciate y'all so much coming out, hanging out with us. Thank you. It was so much fun. I know. Thanks for having us. I appreciate everything. I'm about to add this to my LinkedIn profile. I got a few foot piece of wood. <laughs> I got to keep up my sister. I got to put this on there. <laughs> <laughs>